to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 262 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. It is a special Christmas edition of the podcast. James, how is it going? Oh, man, it's been a minute. Yeah, I know, right? Since, uh, I think since the last time we recorded, uh, man, I'm trying to think of all the things that have been, been going on. We've had a couple of holidays. Yeah. I won a uh, I won a Cup Series championship on uh, on NASCAR Heat. Oh, nice! And the the Lions turned into a good football team. Yeah, so well, we've got a know. lot of stuff going on. What the heck happened there? <laughs> uh, that is crazy. Yeah, I think the last time we recorded, I called our coach an idiot. So who's yeah, the idiot? That's funny. Who's the idiot now? That just goes to show you how long it's been. Wow, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, that is incredible. Yeah, now they're like, I mean, the Vikings are proven that they're not real. And right? uh, the Lions are almost the favorite in the NFC. North. I know. <laughs> I crazy. know. If they make the playoffs, maybe we'll see. And my uh, my Chicago Bears guarantee that they won't finish last in the NFC North this year. Right. So good on the That's Bears right. for doing something right, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else happened the last time since we recorded? Yeah. You cheated. You cheated on me with another podcast. Yes, I did. I did do that. <laughs> yeah. And got and got us a, a nice podcast bump that we never took advantage of right. until today. Yeah, we haven't recorded since. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I made an appearance on uh, on the uh, the Lap Traffic podcast. Brandon Crowd, my buddy that we met, I met down. Met, ironically enough, he's from Michigan, but I met him in Chicago. That's great. Um, but that's because usually in Michigan, he used to record during the race weekend, so he was busy. He was off in the in the studio all weekend long. But right. So yeah, so got to got to make an appearance on his podcast as he was heading toward three hundred. I think he said. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah you were the episodes. you were the penultimate episode yeah. before three hundred. Yeah. I was on with Dustin Albino, which I mean, geez. That's Good, good company. Good company, yeah. but I'm not, I don't deserve to be on there. You opened for Dustin Albino. Right? That's really good company. Incredible. It's like when uh, when you start this podcast and open up for me. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but it's good to hear your voice, man. Yeah. I know we, this, I guess, what, what are we calling this? Our Christmas special? Yeah, I guess so. It's just before Christmas, so I mean, might as well. Um, I, I'm not ready for Christmas. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, um, this is I wasn't ready for this podcast really either. So it's perfect. Well, I, yeah, I, well, I decided to go to Target today um, like an idiot. And uh, here here in Michigan, we are uh, the apocalypse is a coming uh, <laughs> yeah, in the next right. couple of days. So everybody was getting all their last minute shopping done, I think, today and probably tomorrow. And then we're all going to hunker down and try not to die. Yeah. Um, as the snow and the ice comes. You but really it think it's, it's great... not it's not going to be that bad. No, it's never as bad. No, no, it's never as bad as uh, as the weatherman says it is. So yeah, I think we'll be okay. <sighs> yeah, I uh, I I have not ventured out to the stores very much. I did I didn't hit a hit up. Um, I can't remember if it was Meyer or Walmart that I I found some one sixty four scale. Uh, oh, there was yeah next gen Saginaw cars. Meyer. Yeah, yep, yep. I picked I picked it was a, I picked up a uh, KFB. Uh, number 18 uh, Interstate Batteries car Because I can't find oh, yeah. anything anywhere A retro, yeah A retro Kyle Busch diecast now Yeah, yep. yeah I was trying I almost pulled the trigger On a 124 scale um, 18 But I want I want the, the, the standard M&M scheme And you can't buy it Yeah You can't find the damn thing And it's like I don't Lionel wanna... doesn't have a whole big selection Unless you go after the race win Bristol Dirt but that's uh, not the regular M&M, that's the, exactly. that's the it's crispy. A purple. Exactly, it's, yeah. it's pink or whatever, so yeah. 
There's not a lot of options for KFB, but you know, it is I think funny that, was... that the Bristol race win is available. Yeah, and that and that's um, pretty funny too because I th- I think I think they kind of strategically were like, yeah, Kyle's not coming back. I don't think we're going to produce a whole bunch of these cars, which yeah. seems to be. Did you see the speaking of diecasts? I mean, we're going to go off on a whole bunch yeah, of things tonight. Anybody, if you're listening to this show, I mean, there's, we, we there's have... There's no format. We have show notes, but really it's just a list of stuff that we can talk about. We're just going everywhere, so... We just, yeah, we just kind of felt like catching up, and we were texting each other, and, and yeah. uh, I think I told Eric, I, it's been uh, it's been a minute. We've been rusty, and... Yeah. <laughs> we get used to talking to each other every week, and then we go on this hiatus, and uh, I don't think it's good for our mental health, Well, it's not honestly. like this... It not, it's not like this podcast is ever professional, so... I mean, we don't need no, to worry about we're fine. disappointing yeah. people. But uh, so so I saw the top ten diecasts of the year came out uh, earlier this week, okay. uh, or maybe it was last week. And did you, did you see what the number one selling no, diecast was? Uh, would you like to guess? If you had to guess one diecast from the season that was twenty twenty two would be the best one. What would you say? The the Chastain Martinsville. Yes. Really? Yeah, I was like, holy cow! That's yeah. like the newest one out there, and. <laughs> It's already the best-selling diecast they've got. They must have a million pre-orders on that thing. There's got to be, and I think that one's still available, too, if you really want to try and get one. Yeah, that one and uh, the Kurt Busch, Michael Jordan oh, car. Yeah, because yeah, Kurt Busch diecasts are hard to get. Yes, yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I, I was like, I, I actually was kind of shocked that that was the number one selling diecast, but I guess if they count pre-orders, that makes total sense. So Somebody was selling on Facebook the uh, Kyle Busch sweep. Uh, yes. Set. Yeah. Yep. And man, I was tempted for that. One of them was just ridiculously expensive, but the other one was actually reasonably priced. And considering the fact that I've actually seen the cars now after going into KBM, yeah, it'd be yeah. cool to have it. But man, I just, you know, it's, it's hard. so hard because I, the one sixty four cars, at least I'm paying six bucks, and they're just, you know, whatever. The kids can play with them when I get bored with them sitting on a shelf. But yeah. one twenty four scale cars, you spend over a hundred dollars. The the quality on them is terrible anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and really, tough. the race wins are the one to, ones to get. Yeah. But when you're a Kyle Busch fan who only wins once a year lately, they're not. It's not as much fun. Exactly. Exactly. But. You know, I think one more diecast related thing I wanted to ask you about in person yeah. was uh, our buddy. I guess this will be our shout out, but Baron Speedway. Yeah. Um, he has he's selling vinyl versions of his track. That, that is you so can, awesome. Uh, go just go to his Instagram, Baron Speedway, and uh, I, I'm not sure how much he's still selling them, but I have it on my list to eventually place an order. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't got, haven't gotten to it yet. But uh, yeah, I couldn't see, I couldn't tell if he rent, went through the whole option that he had, but he said he was going to do a reprint. So yeah, um, so we're gonna, yeah, there will next, be more available next time those come out. We got to make sure we get them to support our guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna make sure I get an order in. I was shocked that he did it, and I was I thought they looked they looked awesome. Yeah, so. we should we should specify though that delivery requires a, a track tour, an official track tour. Oh yeah. So. Well, maybe we could do personal pickups. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> if he listens to this episode, we'll right? hopefully reach out. Yeah, there you go. There, you go. see, look at that, making connections along the way. Right, right. Or just you know weaseling our way into things. That's, that's all that's we, what we do. do. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. That's that's, yeah, that's, that's the way to do it, man. Well, you tell all about who you know, Eric. You know. Yeah, so uh, so NASCAR officially crowned a champion um, with the banquet. Uh, I don't even know when the hell it was. James, did you watch it? Do you do you watch the banquet? No, anymore? I didn't watch. No, I didn't. Yeah, me neither. I, I I I was gonna try to pretend that I did, but I. <laughs> it's been crazy around our house. I, the banquet just didn't make it to my. I think I've watched to, I do, like one banquet ever. 
I've watched. I mean, I've watched bits and pieces of well, a you, lot of them. Your driver won some championships, so I can see <laughs> why you would. True. I mean, yeah. I guess you know Kyle's won a couple, um, but yeah. I didn't watch those ones. I, I think I watched. Man, I, I swear it was like a. I don't know if it was a Dale Earnhardt one back in the day. It was a long time ago. It was in the '90s that I watched one. Yeah, I I remember watching. Uh, um, last year I watched Kyle Larson a little bit. Um, Tony Stewart in 2011 was a big one, and then when Tony retired, I watched that. Um, Jeff Gordon retired, I, so I've checked in on a few of them along the way. Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think I watched. Uh, I did watch a couple of the Nextel ones, like when Jay, but, Jay Moore was hosting and whatnot. I, yeah, and I never watched the entire banquet. It's usually right. I spot check it, and and you know honestly, Eric, with social media and Instagram and stuff, you can get filled in on what's going on at the banquet pretty yeah. quickly. Um, you know, this year, this year was a little bit different in the fact that um, this was Ty Gibbs's first public appearance since yeah. since his championship, which was. Um, I know very challenging, but also I was really glad to see him getting somewhat of a normal, you know, kind of pick me up. Yeah. Um, after that whole thing went down. So that was kind of, you know, he, he was out there He and kudos to, to Ty Gibbs um, out there. He was speaking. He was keeping it, keeping it simple. But I think the best thing that I saw was the support from the NASCAR community in a yeah. public setting was really, really cool. Um just a big family you know it's always been said i mean ever since we were little eric and and before our time you know the sport's a family and and uh definitely shows when when somebody's going through something tough so yeah all those grudges cool. and all that stuff goes away it's all in gone. circumstances yeah. like that and that's that's exactly. the way it should be i mean you know and and ty's gonna come back out next year and he's gonna be ty gibbs and he'll make some mistakes again and he'll do his own thing again probably and yep we'll be back yep. to normal but you know when something like that happens you just you got to drop that stuff and yeah and be a true fan not not one of those yeah. knuckleheads that sits there and still wants to pile on the kid you know yeah and exactly it's okay to have uh i steal this line from bill simmons but it's okay to have sports hate for people right you know it's like you just like your team you know your your rivals yeah and, you know i hate the bears so yeah. well, you love you love the bears i hate um, the colorado avalanche but that is not sports hate james <laughs> that's real hate that's <laughs> that deep down true hate. hate that is real yeah. i told my boys you know if they because they play hockey if they when they get older, if they ever go to the NHL and they pay for the Avalanche, don't get me tickets, man. I'm not going. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. I'll yeah. go cheer for cheer, cheer for the other team. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, yeah, I mean it's yeah. but no, but but my point being, um, my point being, you know, we all respect what these guys do. I mean, I've yeah. had my drivers I haven't liked along the way, but um, you know, they're all super talented, and gosh, I I feel like I like most of the guys out there now. Yeah. Um than I ever more and more more so now than I think I've ever had but I've also you know I think that comes with age too you just don't have the you don't have the capacity to be like really invested in disliking people <laughs> as much it's easier too when you to. when you get closer to the sport I mean I know you're not at the oh, track sure. as much as I've been but you've gotten a chance to meet some of these guys and and interact with them a little bit and it changes your perspective on things and just yeah, like absolutely. just like you watch the the tv stuff when they do their interviews and whatnot and you get to see these guys yeah. off the track you realize they're real people and yeah and i think yeah that's a great point eric because i feel like i always not not that i always tried to defend bubba wallace or, or take his side on things but after seeing the true you know seeing the behind the scenes true person that bubba wallace is i always i'm like you know i'm just a fan of that guy yeah um you know and i'm always gonna hopefully not not you know call him out when he needs to be called out when he's you know wrecking kyle larson on purpose and you'd be fair but also 
at the same time you've got you know you've you've kind of kind of an understanding that the, maybe the public doesn't see as much when you've been that close to it so yeah that's that's um, i mean that's I've a talked, great point i've talked about it on the podcast before that's joey logano for me i mean oh, yeah. seeing yeah. seeing logano in person seeing him interact with people seeing him interact with fans brad keselowski is another one you and i have both seen brad interact with fans yeah, um, you, it completely changes your perspective on these guys. But I mean, Logano's, you know, one of the hated drivers in the Cup Series, and as someone who's met him and talked to him, you just you don't understand it. It makes mm-hmm. no sense at all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. But, and Kyle Busch, I'm sure, is the same way. Yeah, a, a I don't know about that. I, I mean, I know he's prick. <laughs> I know he's prickly, but I, I love know. I love Kyle. But uh, you know, of course, I'm going at it from the media side, and he doesn't sure. exactly want to talk to the media most times. So. He's not always prickly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He seems <laughs> he seems cool if you're not putting a microphone in his face. But unfortunately, I've always been putting a microphone in my in his face when I've talked to him. So, and, you know, and I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but maybe you know the Christmas special is a good time to to bring it out. But um, I remember the first time I met Tony and uh, was at a fan appearance deal, and of course I was I think the third person in line, waited all day. Um, <laughs> That's dedication, man. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, the the person at the front of the line was they brought in a they brought in a child who was special needs and got to because I was so close got to see Tony Stewart interacting with this child um, autographs pictures and then as he's walking away he has an he I didn't know I didn't notice it at first but he was holding an envelope the whole time and got about three feet from me and was and stopped to talk to this child's father. And said, "Hey, everything you need's right here. See ya. Wow. I'll see you Sunday." And uh, handed him the envelope and, and said, "It was great to meet you." And I just was like, even though I was already a diehard fan, seeing that kindness, um, you know, in a real it's a, it's a real life interaction. You know, most of the fans there, he's gonna you know do his thing, um, but that was a real interaction, which was really cool. That's awesome. I don't so think I've I, ever heard that story, James. Yeah, there's a lot of you know. I, I think. I think, you know, we are lucky enough that, you, like you said, Eric, we're lucky enough to have had some pretty cool experiences, and that's one of my favorites. So I saw Brad do something similar to that at, uh, at MIS during driver intros once. He, mm-hmm. There was a, um, a special needs fan that had was decked out in Brad Kozlowski stuff, and he stopped, and you know, they were already at the track, so there were no, you know, like, here's some stuff mm-hmm. for Sunday. But he uh, he stopped and, and spent a lot of time there, you know, and Go yeah. to the driver intro stage, man. They're they're packed down there. There's a lot of people down there, and he took some yeah. time uh, with that fan, which was so cool. And yeah, and I it, saw that fan after the race, and they were so excited. And it still, it yeah. was it was so neat. So. Yeah, it's it's funny, you know. Those are moments, and this is definitely not in our show notes. So yeah. just, <laughs> but you know, those are moments where it doesn't take very long to make a lifelong memory. Yeah. Um, and I always appreciate when you see anybody in sports or anybody in real life, you know, politics, what whatever. Um, make those lifetime memories for well, people. It's it, pretty special. It goes both ways too, because my parents had a run in with with Dale Earnhardt back in the day in the in the nineties in the in the garage, and it was it was a matter of he was getting in his car and they were trying to get him to sign something. And you know, you're in that moment as a driver, you're not signing autographs as you're getting in the car. But they didn't understand that at the time, and right. they hated him for it because he, he <laughs> yeah. ignored them. And it's like you know, that's it. It can go both that's ways. You you make one mistake, you have you're having a bad day, or you're you're not paying attention. I mean. I don't know about you, James, but I'm a tunnel walker, man. I don't, I don't see yeah. anybody around me. I don't, I don't pay attention, and so I'd miss people all the time. As a celebrity, it'd be awful because yeah. everybody would think I'm just a jerk, and it's just I'm not, I'm not paying attention, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and it's that's yeah. I mean, that's every interaction. For as many, as many kind interactions as they have, I'm sure they've had twice as many 
you know, interactions that aren't as, you know, aren't as kind or, um, are misunderstood, you know, too. So right. something to always remember when you're, when you're dealing with people who are kind of, you know, I mean, that's their job. They're at work. Yeah. You know, if somebody was bothering me at work or like I used to do to you when we worked together, I used to bother you all the time. So <laughs> I, oh, I understand. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. Yeah. And that's yeah. a little different now. I left, a, I left a lasting impression on you though. So yeah, I think you we're did. okay. You did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, back to the banquet, uh, we got to find out who our most popular drivers were uh, for 2022. Uh, no surprise. I really think no surprise, probably down the whole list, James, but um, Chase Elliott obviously gets it again in the Cup Series, despite some uh, some rallying by Ryan Blaney, some some uh, some advertising, <laughs> some, yeah, some attack ads by Ryan Blaney, which were spectacular. Yep. Um, Chase Elliott denies that he eats chicken wings with a fork, uh, <laughs> but but Blaney says there's video. So um, <laughs> one way or the other, Chase Elliott gets the most popular driver in the Cup Series. Uh, again, I don't think anybody was surprised there, but uh, uh, old Noah. Gets it in the Xfinity series though. Yeah, good yeah. to see that go, going away present for him. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever challenge Chase for the for the most popular in the Cup series, but Probably maybe not. he's got a shot. Maybe it's hard to say. He's got he's gonna have to do some winning. Yeah, I think I guess... it's not gonna be something where he's gonna be able to finish in the back. Is Noah's Noah's charm is when he's celebrating the front stretch. So, yep, yep. And then uh, truck series Haley Deegan is the most popular driver, which I would not have picked Haley Deegan, but he's seeing her name is no surprise. Well, she's got the, she's got the social media influence that the rest of the truck drivers just don't, they just, they won't ever be able to attain. Yeah. Your, your average truck series and X media series drivers, not, not going to pull her weight. You know, she's, she's, (laughs) she's the biggest thing going um, on that side of things. And she's got the name to go with it too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, um, you know, speaking of Haley, I, I, you know, I guess we can knock one of our news items yeah. out of the way. She'll, she'll be back, yes, uh, she will. switching teams, but staying with Ford. It's funny. I don't even have her, have that in the notes. But, yeah, Haley Deegan uh, going to be with Thor Sport next season, right? Yep. Thor Sport? Going to, yeah, going to the 13, I believe. Yep. Um, sticking with she, – so she's in the Ford program. You and I had thought that possibly she'd go to Xfinity. And uh looks like that just didn't work well, out. I think, I, think, uh, I think with the Ryan Priest development – I think that cost Haley Deegan an Xfinity ride because I think that that double zero car was probably yeah. her her point, and then when Custer went back down, uh, that was the end of Haley Deegan's Xfinity series well, and, career for this year. And I'm glad glad you brought that up too because I I was it, it had been rumored for a while that Tony was pushing to get Priest in that 41 car. Yeah, and I, I gotta ask you, can can you believe that Tony, even though he's not the Listen, Tony's doing just fine, right? Uh, but he's not the money behind Stuart Haas Racing. That's Gene Haas's, you know. Gene Haas's, you know, he's the big investor of that team, right? Are you surprised that Tony was able to get Cole Custer out of the forty-one and get his guy in that instant? I mean, did that surprise you at all, or is it just you know Tony? They they trust Tony. They know what he's he knows what he's doing. That kind of thing. I mean, I am surprised because as far as I understood, this wasn't Tony's car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, this Tony had no intention of putting Kurt Busch in this car when this car yeah, came about. Exactly. Gene went and got Kurt. Yeah, that, this was a Gene Haas deal. So um, obviously we don't know the inner workings and, and how all that how all the decisions are made. But, man, I don't know. I don't know if this is even the right decision. I mean, yeah, Priest looked good in the, in the truck series, but, man. Yeah, Tony's got good results on his resumes. He does. He's also, he's also got the J.J. Yaley's on, there, on that resume. And the Danica Patrick's. 
Well, <laughs> that was a different deal. I know. I, yeah, that was an investment. <laughs> I, 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 I think he came out on the winning end of that one too, probably. So yeah, yeah, she she was marketable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was you know, I, I'm not listen. Cole Custer, I know he's got some family ties um, in the higher end of, of Stuart Haas Racing, and that's why he's got an Xfinity Series seat. Um, I'm thinking this might be a one-year holdover for him yeah. because of uh, some other stuff that could – dominoes could fall. But, um, yeah, he, he's – I don't know. He's got to be – that's got to be a tough pill to swallow. Dominoes I, I think could for fall. Cole. What do you think? He's going to be in a four-car? Uh, either that or there's going to be some realignment. There, there's two potential seats that could open up. Yeah. I know, uh, I think Eric Amarola may even have a multi-year deal. But That's Stuart Haas is multi-year. Yeah, Stuart Haas could have some upheaval. You know, if, if Eric Amarola says, yeah, you know, maybe I will walk away after one more year. You know, he, I guess he can do that. But yeah, um, but yeah, you got Kevin Harvick. That's that's something you had put in the notes here. Kevin Harvick will make a decision if this is going to be his farewell tour or not. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's going to be some seats. There's going to be some musical chairs at Stuart Haas racing. That lineup's going to look completely different. You think, the, you think Harvick will, will call it quits? You think this will be his last year? Oh boy. I'm leaning towards yes. Because I, think I think so. He's, I think he's ready to invest full time into Keelan. Exactly. That's my thought yeah. too, is Keelan's at that age now where, where Kevin can put all of his, all of his time into that. He can do the broadcast thing. So he can be there on Sundays for the first half of the season. He can yep. have the second half to himself and, and Keelan. Um, I think Kevin has done everything he needs to do in the cup series. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any benefit for him to stay other than to win races and, and maybe win another championship. But the way yep. the last couple seasons have gone, I don't know that that's really worth sticking around for at this point, well, you know? Yeah. You know, if Anheuser-Busch says, Kevin, we really love you. Yeah. We want, we want to keep that steady, you know, on Kevin's and st that steady paycheck hmm. coming in and, you know, we'd like to sign you for some more years, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's one thing to Kevin, consider. Kevin, you got to stick around until Keelan's old enough for us to sponsor him. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Kyle, the Kyle Bush Brexton uh, model too. Yeah. You know, they, a lot of these kids, it's funny, Eric, we're, we're getting to that point now. These kids are starting to creep into our view here. Yep. Keelan's going to be the first one. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, I, th I think, I think that's probably the plan is he, and, you know, and Fox, Fox did not bring in a yeah. third man for their booth. They're going to rotate it one more year. So there's some breadcrumbs there for Kevin. Yep. If you wanted to team Kevin and Clint together with Mike um, in 2024, I guess that's a possibility. Um, I, you know, we're going to find out soon, but I, I you know I would Kevin's think... going to be in the booth. Kevin's Kevin's got a seat reserved for him at Fox. Yeah, he's not going to be, and and it's not like Kevin Harvick needs the cash flow. No. He's got good business investments. They're doing just fine. Yeah, they're doing um, great. But he's yeah. It, that's the thing is that how how involved in Keelan's racing is he going to really be? Honestly, um, I'm surprised that Kevin stuck it out for this year, to be honest. I mean, I, I know he's got a contract, yeah. um, and that's probably the biggest reason. I, I don't, like you said, I don't see him sticking around. Um, if anything, I see him doing one more year. But I yeah. think I think the writing's been on the wall for a while for Kevin that, you know, it's, again, it's not it's not because he doesn't have the skill. He still does. Um, they've, mm -hmm. they've struggled over there. But um, Kevin's shown, shown himself. But I just, Kevin doesn't seem like the type of guy that's going to stick around for a long time and struggle. Yeah. He's he's gonna get out while he's still you know towards the well, top. And, and Rodney Childers isn't getting any younger either. Right. And you know I know they've built this thing over there, uh, a championship winning. You know they won a championship their first season together, uh, and won a heck of a lot of races together. Um, so maybe they want to give it another go. You know too. So that's that's all part of it. Right. Um, 
different directions we can go here let's talk uh we're just yeah we're just bouncing around this is actually kind of fun yeah we're yeah not, we're not really sticking to a script i think we're just kind of you know flowing with the whatever we got going on no here, and i so. wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind even maybe taking this into uh into 2023 and maybe spin, change things up a little bit with our format hey man i'm good with that um denny hamlin uh on the other hand wants to be with jgr for another season uh he has expressed interest to continue on through 2024 and beyond uh, he said before that he wants to retire with FedEx. So, um, but as we know with Joe Gibbs, uh, it's not exactly up to the driver necessarily, <laughs> right? And and I saw I did see today that FedEx was reporting some pretty big losses um, financially. So maybe keep an eye out there if they need to save some cost. I know they've yeah. been around for a long time, been but for a long time, long yeah. I mean, they're well with M and M's and Mars hitting yep. the hitting the bricks. Uh, FedEx is going to be one of the long last long standing partners we got here. Um, getting down to just a handful left that have been around for a couple of decades. So yeah. Uh, Fox is going to air all the Ark and Mar- Menard series races live on FS1 and FS2 in 2023. Um, it's the first time ever that that's happened. Um, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, hopefully the the Ark series continues to grow. Um, we saw some positive uh, things toward the end of the season with numbers and whatnot. So hopefully. Uh, with car counts, I mean, and hopefully that'll continue um, in 2023 because I think, I think they're still, they're still struggling there. They're still in that transition point that mm-hmm. um, it's not quite where it needs to be yet. But, uh, but um, yeah, was, you- I was talking with, uh, I, I was talking with the uh, the orange cone there, um, who's on the on the media side for Arca now um, at MIS this year and in. He sees some positive things coming too, but he he thinks they're still a couple years out from really getting back to where um, Arca needs to be. So, but yeah, hopefully it, this is part of that process. Well, and I was just going to add to that. You know what you, you what you said there. You were kind of tapped into what Arca's got going on, um, which is really cool. And and I think as long as we cover our eyes when they're at Talladega and Daytona, right? Uh, I think we'll be <laughs> I think we'll be okay with how much coverage they got. I'm actually really happy to see they uh, they've they've picked up a little bit more steam here. I know Fox. Um, you know, Fox is going to want to ha- have as much content to those sports sites or the sports pages as they can. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if they're going to actually send their booth to the track or not. Well, yes, you know. the content is good for them. It's the product that is bad for us. Is Phil Parsons Same. actually going to be in the booth at Berlin Raceway next year? No, like, no, no, I don't think so. I, no. no, Fox, that's that's that costs money, man. Yeah. That's it costs money to follow the Arca Menard series around, whereas it doesn't cost as much money to send Fox to the truck series, but they still don't do that. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another TV uh, note, which is interesting. I think you're going to be excited about this to talk about this one, James. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thursday Night Thunder is back on ESPN, and it brings with it the SRX series moving to Thursday nights. Um, how big of a deal is this? I think this is awesome. This was really cool, and it it also leads me to believe that ESPN isn't done with NASCAR at, at some point here. This is I just read a report today or yesterday that, that says that the Fox and NBC are expected to continue with the uh, with the TV contract. That's totally that's totally fine, and, and maybe ESPN's good with with no NASCAR, but I I would like to see ESPN get involved. But I I don't know what they're going to do now. Do with... they take Alan Bestwick? I hope Alan Bester goes. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he know he knows ESPN. He worked there right. for a long time. Yeah, and we also got Marty and McGee in the summertime. There's gonna be some tie in there. Oh, Eric, we got to go to a race. So we the best go to a race. the best thing about this, in my opinion, is that this frees up 
this series for cup drivers, you know, yeah. cup drivers and IndyCar drivers, because now they're not, it's not interfering with the race weekends. It's Thursday night. That's right. Come Thursday out here. Night. They can, they can play around on Wednesday, learn the cars, race on Thursday and get to the track for the weekend uh, and still be able to race their normal series. So yep. could really beef up the fields for the SRX series as well. Yep. I, I'm going to get a hold of Hawk who uh, is, is, the, <laughs> is the man in charge. I, Eric, we got to put together some sort of a media deal with him to be yeah. like the official podcast and they could, you know, travel us around. That'd be with, cool. Uh, we would, series. I would, we would lead with SRX corner. That's for sure. We could. Yeah. Be, I'm totally down. Hey, I'm I'd, totally down. We could do an SRX exclusive podcast and just do it. Exactly. If they need, exactly. If they need a, if they need a sp- SRX specific podcast during the week, you just bring us on. Uh, we'll start our own version of Dirty Mo over here. I'm down. And we'll do NASCAR. We'll do SRX, and then eventually, you know, I guess we'll have to start doing F1 and everything else. So, I, I we'll would just go. Have a whole I would network. go Supercross next. Supercross. Oh, there you go. Then maybe yep. maybe IndyCar, then F1. There you go. Okay. I know. F1, yeah, F1's, F1's been bigger than IndyCar, I think. But well, F1's been kind of swooped up by every other yeah major podcast outlet. I feel like we missed the boat on that one. F1 <laughs> has too many races for me to devote the whole season to it oh my god i know that the cup series i know i keep saying i want more cup races but that's different because well that's, that's my series man did, so okay did you read that today that nascar is looking at a 40 race schedule now did you did you see that no but i'm good with it let's do it oh my god let's that's do it man no 52 you and weeks, i have all... 52 weeks a year man let's do it you got you and i have always disagreed on on the more if they can run a, if they can run 100 events in the world of outlaws in a season they can do it in cup series and here's the deal. Well, okay, so here's the deal, James. We can't do it because it's too expensive, right? But the problem right? is, is now all these teams are going to build special cars in the off season so that they can race in exhibition races because the <laughs> Race Team Alliance wants exhibition races in the off season. They want more revenue. They believe that they their their agreement with NASCAR allows them to hold races as long as they don't compete with NASCAR and they don't run in NASCAR cars, which means they have to build new cars to do this. Eric, not not only that, James, not only that is I hit another point in the in the notes and really run these off. Get uh, them off, man. Let's go. JGR has so much extra money sitting around that they built an electric cup car so right. they can practice pit stops with it. They're struggling. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, these guys are hurting, man. They just cannot afford to get to the track for a couple more weeks a year. When the Race Team Alliance leaked that out, and you and I are in agreement that that's this such is just, BS. It's a, it's a BS deal that yeah. they're looking for TV money. You know, you know what that sounded like to me? What's that? Oh, they're just starting their own version of SRX. Yeah. It's the same thing. It is. They want Thursday Night Thunder on ESPN? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I don't know, man. I First of all, I, I, I think all the talk about these teams losing money has way more to do with the TV contract than it has to, has to do with them actually losing money. Because look at the price I, on charters right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Look, Dale, I think Dale that, Jr. can't get a charter because he can't afford it. If Dale Jr. can't afford a charter, come on. NASCAR could get a more massive, more a more lucrative TV deal with less races, and they'd still they'd still get paid more than they do now. They yeah. could cut it to thirty races, and the oh, revenue yeah, I, would it, the I, revenue would increase on the next TV. deal. I don't disagree time. there, and they they could cut races. They could cut races and still add tracks because they've got enough races where they're That's running right. a track twice. That's right, but. I can't see them ever cutting a race from Daytona or Talladega or Bristol, even though we run on dirt there you, once, you know, you can, if, if you think about it hard enough and you're watching what NASCAR has got going on, you can see, you can see the vision coming into grasp here. Yeah. You've got North Wilkesboro being revamped for the all-star race. You've yep. got 
the rock being repaved. You've got Nashville going through the paces. I don't think NASCAR get... goes back to the rock though. They, they probably don't, but, but just saying that there's a lot of investment going into racetracks all yeah. over the place yeah. that are easily accessible. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, and, and also, it also comes down to, too, this, you know, COVID taught us that we don't need necessarily need fans there. No, you know, and it, we don't need a whole lot of structure right. as well. You're, you could you're going to put, there. well, you're going to put, you know, 16,000 people in North Wilkesboro, but they're charging $300 a ticket to go to that race. And that's right. You know, if for me as a fan goes, God, that really sucks. I can't afford to go to that race. But from a business side, that makes sense. It's a, it's a, it's a big ticket. They don't do it every mm-hmm. weekend. You can still spend, you know, 60 bucks and go to a NASCAR race somewhere. It's just not North yep. Wilkesboro. Right. It's just like if us, uh, if somebody's, holding a concert in your area right you know the ticket prices are astronomical yeah, if you're, if you're and people taylor are swift them. you know yeah <laughs> morgan wallen right, right. all these people yeah. they're having all sorts of ticket problems but the everybody everybody's getting their cut yeah. you know it doesn't matter but i mean that's my argument is then okay then let's stop throwing dirt on bristol and let's just charge 300 to 500 dollars a ticket for a, a ticket at eldora that's right. And run the trucks or the cup series where they actually should race on dirt. And you know how to, shouldn't. and you know that you can hold a well lit TV acceptable right. race at Eldora. Yeah. We've done it for years now. Yep. Lots of years. Um, shoot. Knoxville could do it if you wanted mm. to go back there. No, no, mean, Knoxville. It, Knoxville is best, not a stock car track, man. No, Eldora is the only place that could probably do it. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah. well, um, I mean, you got, I don't know. I guess I haven't watched enough races, World of Outlaw races and stuff on like the the Charlotte Short Track and or the Charlotte Dirt Track, Las Vegas Dirt Track, and all that to see. Yeah. I mean, Las Vegas Dirt Track runs, you know, the ARCA series, so they can certainly right. could certainly run um, stock cars there. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Did you, see, I, uh, did you see Eldora's holding a one million dollars sprint car race? I, now? I did see that actually. My my, going, my cousin's trying to, to get me to go. The... <laughs> I, I think they saw what Kyle Larson's trying to do here with his yeah. little series, and they're like, "We gotta, we gotta beef it up. We can't, we can't let somebody else come in and and swipe our our big money events." So yeah, and I believe World of Outlaws changed their rules to more a, a company Kyle Larson's deal and stuff too. So I think there's, yeah. I think they're trying to compete more heads up with it. I'm, uh, I'm just calling it Kyle Larson's SRX series. Yeah, because, right? Until I actually know what the name of it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can i can never remember yeah my my cousin hit me up wanting to go to that and and it's it's a possibility but I, it's right after atlanta and i'm thinking about taking the family to atlanta this summer oh so i'm doing doing the family nascar trip to atlanta instead of um instead of darlington yeah. this year so we'll yeah. see well as as you know i recently chatted with with Kay. yeah and she was gushing about how much she enjoyed the north wilkesboro experience yeah and I was not not to say that I was shocked by any of it because she by God, she did it. Um, but she actually enjoyed it. I was I, I guess I kind of was. <laughs> she loves going to the track. She don't want to watch it on TV, but she loves going to the track. It, it actually frustrates her that I do the media stuff because she can't. But she didn't want to go. She didn't want to sit through a cup race. So it really worked out perfectly. Like Darlington worked out perfectly because she came Saturday. They, her and the boys got to watch the race on Saturday, and I got to do my thing on Sunday. So you know, you know, my wife used to really like me and would go to the races with me all the time, <laughs> um, but she doesn't like me as much no. anymore. No. Is, she, is she sitting next to you right now? And no, no, I never say that. I never say that in a public forum where she can go back and listen to it for the remainder of time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. So, uh, James, you know what I would do if I was if I was doing this, the first thing I would do is I would scrap the two. Um, I would scrap the two exhibition races, and just make them freaking point races. I don't understand why they're not points races now. Everybody's required to be there. Yeah. Um, I don't think they need to be exhibition races. I don't think it adds anything. I don't think people drive any differently because they're exhibition races. I think we just make them points races and be done with it. Even if they're like half, you know how F1 will do half points from time to time? Make yeah. them a half a points race. And I'm good, racing the- I'm good with some double points races too. IndyCar does that. I'd love to see the Daytona 500 worth double points. And honestly, you can do whatever the hell you want for the regular season because it doesn't matter. Right. As long as the guy wins the race, he's going to be in the playoffs. So yep. screw it. Yep. Put all as much point, put as many points on as you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, go run Daytona and then come back to California and do a little swing there. You got... You know, you got a couple of short tracks in there now with the Auto Club having one more at the big one. And yeah, well, we'll have see. a little short track swing. I will believe that when when dozers start taking stuff out. There. Oh, I, it's I think it's happening, bud. Yeah, I think I think, I think, it, right, I, I think it's time. I think it probably is, too. But I'll, I still I'll believe it when it happens. That's totally fine. That is. Hey, listen, we never thought North Wilkesboro I would know, be racing. Man. And all of a sudden your your butt was sitting in a seat at North Wilkesboro watching Dale Jr. So. Amazing. Speaking Amazing. of North Wilkesboro, so Adam Stern reported today, I believe it was Adam Stern reported, that North Wilkesboro is being allowed to keep up the Winston signage yes. at the track yes. as long as they don't sell it. How awesome is that? Yeah, they're going to preserve it as yes. a historical site. Yeah, That is so cool. When I, I took pictures of that NASCAR Winston Cup Series sign coming in last year because I thought there's no way this is sticking around. And I'm so happy that they get to keep that. That is absolutely awesome and great for winston i mean free advertisement yep. Yep. <laughs> but yep, uh, cool. that's so cool they i think they're doing the right stuff out there just looking at what they're doing i mean they they're putting in they're they're adding the concrete walls they're putting in new fencing they're putting in safer barrier but they're doing a great job of preserving what they have they're putting new suites in but they're putting them in the style of the old suites um it's gonna it's gonna have such a charm out there man i am so yep. excited i hope everything's still hand lettered which i believe it will be Man, it's I, I'm so I'm so disappointed. I'm not going to be going back there this year just to see what yeah. they've done to it. But I'll be back. I'll be back eventually. Yep, someday, someday. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, you got to be there for the revival. Exactly. I mean, you'll, exactly. You'll always have that. I, I said, you know, that one, that track isn't going to be there anymore. You know, that that style won't won't ever happen again. But right. I'll get to go see the new one anytime. You know, that's that'll exactly. be around for a while. So. Yep. Totally. Very excited. Um. KFB is getting a new number, James, but it's still the same number, but it looks different. <laughs> it does look, yeah. He, um, and did you see that uh, Tyler Reddick basically was like, "Man, they're letting Kyle do all the things I couldn't do. I, <laughs> I wonder why." I didn't see that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he basically, yeah, he was on a podcast. I can't remember which one. He, he was uh, making these comments. Oh, it's probably on Door Bumper Clear. But uh, yeah, he, Kyle's already restyled Brexton's uh, Brexton's. Uh, his i guess well, i don't know his mini sprint um is he number eight the, now too he's not number eight he's still number 18 okay. but he's got the he's got the font change so um nice i'm, I'm so thankful for this because that that eight was atrocious yeah it's uh, it i gives, still think it's bs that they can't use the 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 rcr font yeah. but but the wicked witch will not allow it well they could use the 31 i don't i don't know or whatever, yeah. but it's fine. It's fine. Leave the leave the eight be what it is. Yeah, um, it looks so much better. Well, it gives Kyle his own identity. It's like you yeah. know, with William Byron, they never styled the twenty four after Gordon left. Yeah, it's still that twenty four, and it's always going to be Jeff Gordon's twenty four. Yeah, it's always going to be Jimmy Johnson's forty eight. Yeah, mean, those are unless they. Do, <laughs> this gives Kyle. I mean, on coming. 
that being said, Kyle Busch isn't replacing Jeff Gordon or Jimmy right. Johnson at, at FCR. Tyler, it's Tyler it's his number. Yeah, it's his number. <laughs> yeah. And Tyler Reddick's going to probably win a championship oh, someday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyler, but, Tyler Reddick will have, you know, probably Hall of Fame numbers at some point. But yeah, it's, but he doesn't it's, yet. And he, like won't, he won't be remembered for that eight car. Right, and it's like Joey Logano drove the twenty, but you'll never remember him as a driver of the no. twenty. He won two championships with the with the twenty two. Exactly. Same same difference. If Kyle Busch wins with this car, it's Kyle Busch's, you know, you know, for forever, I guess. Yep. Um so there you go. Uh I think the only other thing that I've gotten to notes that uh, we haven't hit on is uh Rick Ware Racing is forming a technical alliance with RFK for twenty twenty three. Um okay. Hopefully, yeah. that, hopefully, maybe that will involve uh, training for the drivers to teach them how to drive. Well, shif- shifting away from Stuart Haas, yeah, um, <laughs> which I thought was interesting because I thought that maybe Cole Custer would end up at Rick Ware yeah. um, but instead of going back to the Xfinity Series, but that's not the route that they're going to take. They're going to keep Cole Custer in house, which is, I, you know, which is fine. Um, I just hope I hope Rick Ware gets its crap together. I, yeah. I I don't know that I don't know that aligning with RFK is going to do that. Um, it might it might help RFK in yeah. in the sense that they can test a few things. Yeah, um, yeah. I think is, is I think fine. RFK benefits from this more than Rick Ware. Yeah, because you can throw a bunch of crap at it yeah. and see what sticks. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, and, and and as we saw late in the year, RFK was figuring a few things out. They so were. if they can if they can use this to build some of that momentum up a little bit more and and try to identify where even where some of their still weaknesses are at, they can they can really help maybe get that team. Um, up a little bit here in points and get some more wins. There you go. Uh, any other news? I mean, I know we missed a bunch of stuff because there's been all kinds of things. Uh, we kind of the but... way we bounced around. I feel like we we covered the whole off season right there. Yeah, a lot of. We, I mean, we mostly hit on Cup Series stuff. I know there's been some driver announcements and stuff in the Xfinity Series and the in the Truck Series, but um, we'll get into all that stuff as we roll into the new season. Um, mainly, just want to jump on here and kind of refresh what was going on and. Uh, and do something a little bit before the holidays. So going into the holidays, James, this weekend is Christmas. Yeah, man. Uh, decided to come up. Let's come up with our NASCAR Christmas wish list. Uh, five things that we want to see um, or, or wish for in the 2023 season. Um, we'll, we'll each we'll go back and forth on this. I'll start with it since I'm I'm the one who came up with it. Um, just to get the ball rolling. Let's and go. I'm going to go with a nice, easy one. And I'm going to start with uh, North Wilkesboro is a success for the all-star race. Huge success for the all-star race. Ah, uh, Good one. Yes. I did not have this on my list. So, uh, but I agree with you a hundred percent. I, you know, I think it's already a success that we're going there. Yeah. Uh, but if we go and we have a great race um, and get this and get this track solidified on the schedule in the future, uh, just going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, it's the it's the greatest revival in the history of this sport. I mean, it was dead and gone for my whole. I mean, God, Lee, yeah. man, they ran their last race there, and I was I was nine, nineteen ninety six, and now I am thirty five, and it's back. Jeff Gordon won the last race there, nineteen ninety six, and I saw it. So, you know, they had I saw on Twitter. Maybe it was NASCAR memories, if I'm not mistaken, um, posted the picture of the last race at North Wilkesboro. And I hope to God that they put the all-star drivers in a, in on that front stretch and snap that photo. Yeah. And recreate that bad boy because we're back. Yeah. We are back. It's just going there last year. Just you. 
I'm getting chills now talking about it. Just feeling the history as you walked into that place and knowing all of the NASCAR history that happened there, you know, the, the, the Brett Bodine win, did he win? Did he not win? You know, the, Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. That's a good one. The, uh, the Earnhardt, um, was it Earnhardt and Bodine or Earnhardt, Ricky Rudd. I can't remember who it was down in turn one. Earnhardt and Waltrip, I think. Yeah. And, uh, man, just, so much freaking history at this place and so excited to see it come back. I watched, uh, saw a couple of minutes of, uh, um, an iRacing race at the, uh, at the, with the next gen car at the, the iRacing version of the track. And it just made me so excited about this thing. Yeah. I, I hope the car runs well. I hope that we figure out the short track stuff, even though it's kind of the way the rumors are going, it's not really, um, it looks like they're not making any changes for the, the short tracks this year. Um, other than other than they're going to bring rain uh, rain packages uh, to no, all the short yeah. tracks, but um, so maybe maybe we can wish for rain if, and maybe it'll make things interesting. Well, we know how great NASCAR is at racing in the rain, <laughs> right? Make a lot of great decisions, yeah. So I don't know. I I think this race could be a snoozer. I think and it'd still be a success, personally. <laughs> yeah, I think it's already a success. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it can fail, honestly. I mean, I have. I, I don't think you can get tickets to it, right? Isn't it? I yeah. What they, what they I, put up is sold out. Honest to God, I haven't even looked because I don't even think. Yeah. It's possible. No, there's so. no point in even yeah. trying. Don't don't <laughs> break your heart. I'm not trying as media because there's no point. There's gonna be too many people there and not enough space to see them. So. Yep. I'll uh, yep. I'll just watch this one on TV. Yep. Uh, what's your first wish list item, James? So I'm starting with my number five. I'm gonna go five to one. Okay. Um. And I've, I, it w- I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't get you agitated right oh, off the God. bat. My number one, w- well, my number five wish, but I, I still, I, I can't let this go. Can we, for, for Christmas, can I move the numbers back? Oh, jeez, Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I'm still serious about this. Why? Dude, I, I don't even notice it anymore. Yeah, they just left you speechless. I still notice it and it still bothers me. God, there. It, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So there's no negative to it. it they the numbers are the same size as they it, used the to negative be. is is I am bothered. The sponsors get bigger better better placement. Yeah. I think I think the paint schemes have evolved <laughs> enough over the season that they look pretty good with it. I wish I could have seen your face when I dropped you dropped that nugget. You caught me off guard. I didn't like I said, I wouldn't there, be man. doing my job. Now I was very careful not to be super negative, negative James on the podcast, but I yeah. had to, I had to throw that one out there. Um, I just, Eric, I don't think I'm ever going to get over it at this point. It's been a year. I can't get over it. Hmm. I might need to go to counseling. I think you might. I, I think just you can't might. get over it. Let's put it this way. I would rather see them go back to five lugs than, than move the number. Oh my God. It just bothers me every time I see it. And every time I see a car with a centered number under the door, whether it's a late model or whatever, it just makes me happier. See now when I see when I see a cup car with the number in the middle of the door, I'm like, God, that looks old. That looks ancient. Nah. Kind of like kind of like when a new MacBook comes out and every, well, all maybe the, all the old Apple stuff looks like crap. The new iPhone comes out and you're like, God, this thing last year's iPhone is so ugly. Well, you know what? Maybe you know I waited 30 years for North Wilkesboro. I'll <laughs> wait 30 years for them to put the numbers back. Maybe. Yeah, it will be all. I think you're gonna have to wait longer than that. We'll we'll be in a we'll be in a nursing home still potting and right. And, uh, you know, whatever. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, I'm going to go back to being a little bit more realistic. Um, And and my next one is that Kyle Busch becomes a regular challenger once again and makes the final four. 
so the you, championship. So this was my number one. Was it? I'm so glad you brought it up. <laughs> yes. My, so what I wrote this down as a return to form for Kyle Busch yes. was my number one. I think if Kyle Busch comes out and lights the world on fire, it will be a, such a huge story, and it will be so much fun to have him back as a yeah. villain for RCR. Or yeah. maybe he'll be a hero. I, I think, don't know. I think he becomes a fan favorite in that car with Richard Chodos oh. if he starts winning. Man. I mean, yeah, I've... Kyle can ruin that by saying something stupid, but... yep. Well, I, I think he'll be. I think he's going to turn the corner and yeah. become a fan favorite this year if he can succeed in that car. Well, if, yeah, he'll jump the shark. You know, yeah. we've always talked about that as a possibility. And and uh, you know, during, uh, I mean, a couple weeks ago, he was he was doing a endurance race in a number three Chevrolet with with Austin Dillon and right. and uh, Sheldon Creed. So, um, you know, he's already integrating himself into the RCR way. So we'll see. But yeah, this is my number one. I, I would love to see Kyle Busch come out and light the world on fire. Not only that, but there's also a rumor that there could be a certain seven-time Cup Series champion that runs one of Kyle Busch's trucks for a race or two mm. next year. Yep, it's an open seat. It's a Chevrolet. That would be pretty cool. Yep, and GMS, you know, GMS also has some trucks. Yep. So, yep, yeah. pretty cool. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, what you got next? So my number four... This is my last. This is my last negative one. I promise. Okay. I, I if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be me. Can we get rid of Bristol Dirt? That's my number. Oh, like, come on. That is number. That is my. That is one of mine. Oh, good. Okay, good. That's great. I love that we've been disconnected for this little while. We're still we're still somewhat connected. But yes, can we just? You hinted at earlier in the show, yeah. actually. Um, can we go to a real dirt track if we're going to do this? I'm tired. I, I, I never liked it from the start. That's me with Jeff me. Gluck. I don't want to get rid of a dirt race. I just yeah. don't want to do it at Bristol. Yeah. I just, I'm t- I don't still want to do it at Bristol. I would rather have the, I would rather have the real Bristol and go somewhere else. I please. would rather cut a Bristol race and go somewhere else. That's fine honest. too. Go to Nashville. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. I would rather have two, I, I, Listen, yeah, I mean, don't, don't don't get me wrong. I'd rather. I want. Yeah, I'm always. I always want. Let's put it this way, James. I am a big fan of NASCAR on dirt. Um, I I like the fact that we're running the Cup Series on dirt. But next year, I want to go to Bristol. And guess what? I'm not going to the Spring Bristol race. I am not going to waste my time going to my first race at Bristol to watch him race on dirt. Sorry, that's right. It's not. Yep. It's just. But if it, they ran at Eldora, I'd be there tomorrow. It's a. It's a. It just bastardizes the tr- a great track. Yep. And that's. And I know Bristol. And listen. If there's any old heads out there listening to this and you're grumpy that Bristol's not the same since they repaved it, blah, 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 that's fine too. Yeah. But they've, they've figured Bristol out quite a bit in the last yeah. couple of years, and then they put dirt on it and broke it again. So. Yep. And I know last year was a great finish, blah, blah, blah too, but come on, man. Wouldn't you rather just have regular Bristol? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. So I'm glad I took one of yours and you took one of mine. Yes. Um, since you did that, I have I do, do have a replacement just in case oh, that good. happens. So I'll still have five. Nice. Um, so I'm going to go with this one. I And I hinted at this earlier um, with the Arca series, but uh, my wish is that Fox sends their entire broadcast team <laughs> to the track for the second half of the truck series season. Oh, man. You... You've got a better chance of meeting the real Santa Claus. I think I you have a better chance of having the numbers back in the center of the doors. True, true. Yeah. I don't think it'll yeah. ever happen again, but That's it's That's a it's, losing fight. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it really really bothers me that See those that, guys that. I guess maybe it's because of having some history as a broadcaster to a certain extent that you can't call a race from a TV screen. I realize 
I realize they do that, and they've done it for years. We, you mm-hmm. don't realize they've done it for years, but any tape delayed broadcast you've seen of a race. Back yeah. in the day when ASA used to race, and they'd run the broadcast the race a week later, those commentators were not at the racetrack. They were doing it in a TV booth uh, in Charlotte or wherever and recording it after the fact. Yep. But at least then you know what happened, so you can kind of cue off of it. The, it just doesn't work, man. It, for yep. COVID, it was fine, but... It, well, COVID showed us some good things that we could do, and COVID showed us some bad things that we could do, and this yeah. is one of the bad ones. Yeah. I probably It's probably not worth being on my soapbox over, but it really bothers me. Well, I, I mean, listen, I put, the, I put the numbers on my list, so... Yeah, there you go. It really bothers me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll quit, I'll quit giving you shit and crap about the numbers, so... <laughs> You're not going to have to bleep that one. No, I I know, right? (laughs) Good work. Good work. (laughs) Uh, What's your number three or number? Yeah, yeah, number three. This is my number three. This is my number three. Um, I would love for Petty GMS to be the next version of Trackhouse and have a championship contender in Eric Jones and be contending to win races on a weekly basis. I like that. That would be one of my – if that happened, I would be – that would that would make me as happy as seeing a gift under the Christmas tree. Yeah, so, I'm I think that's you. the point of the list. That wasn't my, one of mine, but I'm with you on that, man. I, I want to see I want to see Jones be successful. I want to see that team be successful. There's... I want yep. I want Jimmy to win a race. I want Eric to be you know in the playoffs. And not to say that he has to win a championship, but I would love to see him in the Ross Chastain spot and the, have a great season. There's there is no bad that can come from that 43 car winning races in the Cup Series. That's right. Period. That is 100 percent correct. So. Even if he's a Flint Firebird fan now, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I couldn't even I couldn't even grace him with a visit. To, our our, for him our being favorite a... our favorite boy out there with the Firebirds instead of the Saginaw Spirit. Yeah. Unbelievable! So disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. At least you know he likes minor league hockey. I guess you got that going yeah. for you. Well, or that yeah, that or, or... It was a good place to show off his foundation. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> It's fine. He can yeah. come north to Saginaw next year, maybe. There you go. We'll get him back. There you go. We'll we, had, back. we had Austin Dillon in Saginaw. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah, didn't he bring the car on the ice? Yeah, he did donuts on the ice. That must have went really well with the with the spirit brass. Yeah. No, it was good. Everybody loved it. Everybody thought it was awesome. I was I was on the ice with him when he was doing donuts. It's pretty cool. He must have. Uh, he should have done that at the Dow Diamond, too. Yeah. That really been <laughs> donuts fun. in the outfield. Yeah, yeah that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> <sighs> what you got next, Eric? Uh, I have an I have an unrealistic one uh, for my number four or number two, however you want to go. Uh, NASCAR announces that the championship will rotate each year from here forward. The championship oh, race. Oh, that's such a good one. Why didn't I think of that? That's a great one. Would make me so happy. Yeah, I would like to see, honest to God, a four-year rotation. Yeah. Just make it a four, a three-year rotation. I don't care. Make it. I would like a four-year rotation. Okay, so let me let's let's add to this. <laughs> what tracks do you want? Give me your okay. Let's let's say okay. NASCAR says four year rotation. What are the four tracks you want for the championship? Well, let's put it this way. I said last year at the end of the season that we raced the first week of, in November at Martinsville. There's no yeah. reason we can't race the second week of November at Martinsville. Okay, so we got Martinsville. I'm agree- in agreement. So we got Martinsville. Okay. Um, I mean Homestead's got to be on the list, right? Yeah, I would go back to Homestead. Yep. Homestead would definitely be on the list. Okay. Um, I'm in agreement there. I think Vegas. Ooh. I think Vegas is a great track. Um, okay. It's a mile and a half. And then, I don't know, I guess if they do what they what they want to do with 
California. We that was we, on my list. We yeah. put them at the short track of California. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd love to. Th- NASCAR has a clause, I believe, that they cannot begin and end the season at Daytona. So Daytona will never be a championship race. I yeah we which, can't do a yeah I don't can't do a as much as I'd race. love to see a championship race at Talladega. There's just no way. I I would vote out Talladega, Daytona, and Atlanta. Yeah, and Atlanta in its current form, I can't. You can, I can't. And I mean, um, honestly, you know, maybe Martinsville probably is maybe a little extreme. Maybe replace Martinsville with I don't know Charlotte. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think the only problem with with that track and and. Uh, in Las Vegas is that they're SMI tracks, and I don't think NASCAR is going to end the season at an SMI track. Yeah, but they yep. used to. They used to at Atlanta. Yep. So, yep. And Atlanta, I mean that that would be the Atlanta would be the perfect opportunity if you wanted to end at a restricted plate track or a super speedway mm-hmm. because it's not quite a super speedway, but you get that same aspect. So maybe there. The, I don't know. The the venue is too small, I believe, but North Wilkesboro. Oh man, I I was going to say that, but yeah, there's <laughs> I. They don't have enough pit stalls there. It's not there. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not there yet. Um, I was trying to think of other warm weather tracks that we could go to. The problem um, with North Wilkesboro too. The, so I don't know that. I don't, where North Wilkesboro is at. It's I don't remote, know that man. they could ever get North Wilkesboro back to being an actual points paying Cup Series race. It's it's out there. If I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken. And there's there's no tunnel. You know, there's just things that you it's just old. can't yeah. do there without. But what if, what if, um, okay, so here's one more that I'll throw at you okay. as a possibility. The Nashville Fairgrounds. Yeah. If they can get that place up to snuff. Maybe. I I, ha- I still have my doubts about that track, that that track's okay. ever going to happen. I'm thinking it's going to happen. I think the fact that North Wilkesboro is happening before Nashville, I think tells you how likely Nashville is about happening. So let me throw one more wrinkle into this. Okay. Denny Hamlin says the championship should be decided in three races and not one. I disagree. Mm. I disagree. Um, because Denny Hamlin can't win the championship in the way it's currently. Well, and, and he even admitted he even admitted that 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 sounds like <laughs> yeah, somebody he who. He did. Um, you know, I just I understand the argument, and I think I even made a case for this argument this season. But it's just not the system, and I don't think it – I don't think it – so here's the question, James. What's more exciting, the NBA championship seven-game series mm-hmm. or the Super Bowl? Boy. There's more on the line in the Super Bowl. And no, the best team doesn't always win the Super Bowl because sometimes yeah. the best team has a bad day. And, yes, in a seven-game series, generally the better team's going to win. Yeah. But the point is, is that you have to be good that day at that place. Yes. And I think it is a bigger deal, not just because the NFL is bigger than the NBA. I think it's a bigger deal. Well, to you have win the World the Cup Super final. Bowl. Think about that, yeah. how big that was. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't watch it. And I that went to it, a freaking but... shootout. I mean, yeah, the I just I think it's a, it's a bigger deal to win the one championship. I, I think it 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 cloud clouds up the championship by having multiple races be a part. If you're going to do that, then okay, James, if we're going to do that, then why don't we make it a 10 race series for the championship? And uh, well, if you're going to do that, let's just make it a 36 race series for the championship. (laughs) And now we're back to the old system. So eliminate one driver every week, right? Yeah. No, I just, I think leave it the way it is. I, I, I I honestly think that the system we have is, is is as good as it's going to get without some major change. The one, the one 
I don't disagree with you, but I would say the one thing that this current format is missing is is it doesn't allow for the comeback I agree. to happen. I agree. So if you had a three race series, for example, um, let's say Denny Hamlin's down fifteen points in the last race, and he's got to actually point his way in, I think that could actually get very interesting. I know that for a for a casual watcher of NASCAR racing, that's going to get confusing, but for us who are highly involved in in nascar uh we understand how the point system works so if denny hamlin goes out and wins a stage cuts that down to five and it can get pretty exciting and strategic and i think that could add to to a championship race instead of taking away now now, that being said i don't disagree with your point a three race series for four drivers is not as exciting as you think it sounds. I mean, True. the, yeah, the three-race series yeah. works for eight drivers because there's mm-hmm. eight drivers. But as soon as you whittle that down to four, mm-hmm. man, that's – there's – you know, if, if you're going to go that route, then let's just let's just not take four to the championship race. Let's take two. Make it two, yeah. You know? Yeah, and I would, actually, honestly, I wouldn't be – I would not be opposed to that. You know, and I – I dis- I mean, I, I think that usually when there's four, usually there's three real contenders and the fourth guy's kind of a whatever – yeah. Um, at least that's the way the race plays out a lot of times. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I agree that there's no chance for comeback. But again, that that comes that goes right back to but, you got to be good that day. Exactly. 100 yeah, percent that day. If you're not 100 percent that day, you don't win the championship. And, and to maybe counter argument, my own argument, you know, Kyle <laughs> Larson in 21 was down and had to have a miraculous pit stop and yeah. it led to the drama of the day. So, yep. You know, any way you want your drama, I think you're going to get it. You know, it doesn't really matter how how you get there. I think what it comes down to is everybody knows the system, and it doesn't really matter what the system is. Everybody knows the system, and the system's going to be exciting no matter how they do it. Um, This is the best way to go into the final race and have no idea who's going to win the championship, which I think is what NASCAR wants, and I think that's what makes it exciting. I'm more invested in the final. Let's put it this way. I will argue this again. That with this current format, I am more invested in the championship than I ever was back in the day. The only time I ever remember caring even slightly about the championship race was the year that Alan Quickie won it because it yep. was close. Yep. And that's it. I mean, I guess Tony Stewart and Carlos Stewart, too. Yeah. But then that was the newer a newer system, you know? Yes. That that was in the Chase era. So um, prior to the I Chase thought- era, I, I was yeah. never interested. That Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards championship had me all sorts of messed up. Well, and that championship is why we do what we do it today. Broke the because, system. Yeah, yeah, because it broke it. Yeah, because NASCAR realized, holy crap, this is awesome. Let's have this every year. Yep. Tony and we Stewart, have it. Tony Stewart broke NASCAR for better or worse. Yep. Him and Carl. Yep. Oh, God. I Good have stuff. so many fun. Me- Maybe that's an off-season podcast. James's memories of the 2011 championship. <laughs> what, a, what a time to be alive for me. Wow. <laughs> Tell you what, you sit in your basement, record that, and I'll just, I'll just, we'll just file it <laughs> away. It a, James's narrative series. We won't, yeah. we won't make anybody else listen to it. We'll just file it away, James. <laughs> It'll be our version of serial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, what are we on number? Well, number... this is my last. Yeah, this is my last one because right. we we agree agreed on number one. And actually, um, looking at the twitters right now, we might know the answer to this one tomorrow. <laughs> um, I would love, this is my number two, like I said, I would love for the SRX series to be in Michigan. Ooh. <laughs> Berlin, please. I would like that on my, I know it's not NASCAR related, but I would, I would be all in on that. It's, it is very high on my list to go to an SRX race. I would love to do it. You know what I would like to know? I'm trying to think where SRX has been. Has SRX been at a NASCAR sanctioned track? 
They have not. Well, unless you count Knoxville. South Boston's NASCAR sanctioned, is it not? Um, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. Sa- uh, Stafford is it's, not. I don't know if it is or not. I know they run the, the touring modifies. Oh, NASCAR. I guess the fairgrounds would be eventually. But is it NASCAR? I don't think they're NASCAR sanctioned. No. Well, Bristol, run, Bristol runs it. Because Berlin, Berlin, well, does Bristol actually run it right now? Or is that still in part of the agreement, mm-hmm. isn't it? I, think, I don't think that's finalized. Think, no, I think they're yeah, I think their hands are in it, but okay. not. But it not still might not be a sanctioned track. Yeah, I know Berlin is NASCAR sanctioned. Yeah, so that would be the only holdup I I, I could think of potentially. Please God, I would love to see. To Man, if SRX is at Berlin, I will drop everything and be there that weekend for sure. Yeah. So SRX tweeted a picture actually um, a little bit ago that has a number six on it and it says "Open tomorrow" and it's a little present. So huh. interesting. Yeah, I hope we get the schedule release. That would be so cool. That would be cool. Heck, go back to Eldora. I don't know. Figure something out. Yeah. But I would love for it to be – I would love to have one of those Thursday Night Thunders in our home state. Yeah. Very, very much. Um, I don't know. I I feel like we've got really good racing in this state. Forget forget Berlin. Let's go to to Birch Run Speedway, man. Right. One of those. We've got good racing here. Birch Birch Run would put on a hell of a show with the SRX series. and And that's the thing. Like, yeah, go to Berlin and get, I don't know, get Johnny Benson out there. Or go to, you know, wherever and get. That's the problem with Birch Run is they couldn't, they couldn't seat the number of people. Get, Berlin could. Yeah, get Eric Jones or Brad Keselowski out for an SRX race. If you really want to make this a championship series. And oh, Michigan's got cool. some, Michigan's got some history. Yeah. Um, I know they got to well, keep Jeff it. Well, Jeff Striegel too, man. He's got some yep, pull. Striegel. Um, I know they want to keep it somewhat regional. Because you can't go out to California in right. a six-week run and, and get back. I mean, I guess you can, but the way they do it is way too hard. Yeah. Uh, this is an East Coast series at this point so far, but um, but yeah, I would. I'm looking forward to the schedule release, but that's very high on my list. Um, it's more of a so personal cool. preference. So that would be cool. Yeah, I'm so trying I, to think of Midwest tracks that they could go to, other than uh, Berlin to get them kind of other than Eldora. Right, if you're going to Wisconsin again, you got the, some of those out there. Yeah. Um, up in New York and those New Hampshire type areas, you've got some of those. Yeah. Um, but there's not a whole lot. I mean, Michigan's got a lot of great short track options. That's 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 what I'm getting at. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, my last one, James. Uh, Haley Deegan gets a truck oh. truck series win. Wow. That's my number one. You put that up there. Yeah. You really want her to win a race. I want her to win a race. I well, you've... well, originally it was going to be Haley Deegan gets an Xfinity ride for 2024, but I I, I'm going to go with a win, man. I, I want to see, I want to see her successful. We need a successful female in NASCAR. You know, yes, we do. And, and Haley has got the personality to do it. She's a fan favorite. Obviously, she won the most popular driver in the Truck Series. Mm-hmm. Who better than than Haley Deegan to do it and and get some wins, move up through the ranks, get a cup ride down the road. Um, mm-hmm. It would benefit everybody. And it, would, it brings people into the sport who would not be, it's, it's the same fans that followed Travis Pastrana here. Yes. It will bring people into the sport that wouldn't be here otherwise. So yep. it brings the young people in Haley's doing great things with her social media. Well, you know? I think she's, I think she's going to get a little bit of an upgrade on this team. I think so too. Um, so if she can't listen, she's got, She's got to take baby steps, and she's mm-hmm. got to start getting top ten finishes and leading some laps. Yes. If she starts doing that, then maybe, yeah, maybe. But she has not at, at this at this point as a truck series driver, she's not shown me 
anything. No, but yet. she did. She did improve at this at the end of the season. She, she ran a great Xfinity Series race. Yes. So I'm I'm hoping that I think there's I I have argued all along that there's more potential here than what she shows. Yep. You know, I mean, she won in the K&N series. Yep. You know that in that that series wasn't a bunch of has-beens or nobody is at that time. Right. You know, they were competitive. They were pretty competitive down there. So if she can mm-hmm. do it there, if she can yep. get out of that hunk of crap cars in the middle of the field in the truck series, she'll be okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I like I think I think if we see her <clears throat> the first part of the season, first third of the season, if we see some top 10s, um that's that's enough for me to be very very happy with what she's got going on. That's where she's got to start. Yeah. Get some top 10s, get some consistency. Run up front. Heck, I don't even care if she leads laps. Run up front for a little bit. Exactly. Just get up there. Exactly. You know, get a feel for what it's like. Because Ross Chastain, I guess, can be our example here, but it's a lot different running up front than it is in the back. Yeah. You know, and uh, Ross <laughs> Ross showed us a pretty exciting form of racing when uh, he started <laughs> racing up front. Right. Um, and so Haley's going to have to learn that. Um, might learn it the hard way, but we'll find out. There you go. Uh, wow. Anything we missed, James? Anything, any... I didn't put shout outs or any of that stuff on here. You got any shout outs? Anything you want to talk about? No, I, no, I think this was a, just a kind of a fun little get together episode. And yeah, for sure. Merry Christmas to everybody. Hopefully we have some new listeners. Yes, definitely. Merry Christmas. Hopefully everybody has a good holidays. Um, we'll be back at some point to start the new season and, uh, and roll into the uh, 2023 NASCAR season, which will be here before you know it. One one of the best parts about this episode is I don't have to look up the fantasy league. Right, I know. What a relief! I know. What a joy! I know. <laughs> Not to have the damn fantasy league or our picks. Yes, Ugh. the picks, the picks. Just getting my butt kicked on the picks. <laughs> and that fantasy league stressed me out. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got way more stress for me than it should have. Definitely don't want that stress in my life anymore. So <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be back. It'll be back, but I've I've got my I've got my one, so I, I feel so you don't I care feel anymore. Like you do too. Got, you'll care. You'll be oh I know I will. You'll be hundred percent invested in it again. I'll talk a big game. We and that's another episode we gotta do here probably soon. Is oh that's gonna be a that's gonna be a bear. <laughs> we gotta have Taylor on. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, he didn't win, but I did say since you finished second, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, we got some stuff we got to do in the new year. We'll we'll probably be off through through New Year's, and the next year we'll get a couple going here in the off season, and then get things prepared for uh, for the new year. I'd like to get Brandon on from Lap Traffic as well um, at some point during the off season. Uh, I, yeah, and I, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, Claire B is yeah. on our list as well. Yeah, I need I know I need to work on that. I haven't uh, haven't done any work on that, so see that's we'll why see. i'm putting you on the spot that's we'll see what happens i'm putting yeah. you on the spot in the public form yeah, yeah. Put, put it out there i can just edit it out of the podcast no problem <laughs> yeah there you go yeah uh, oh he's got the power he's got all the power i have all the power you know who else has all the power james elon you elon and, musk has oh all the yes power. elon yes so if elon yes. doesn't shut twitter down uh how can people reach out to you during the off season <laughs> I'm still going to say at James Cush on Twitter for now. <laughs> uh, you can find me at T super speedway on Twitter, although I haven't been on Twitter much, uh, but you can reach out to me on there if you want to. Um, you can find, find the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is the super You can find the old episodes of the podcast, show notes, links to articles we've discussed past race coverage, photos, and much, much more. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple podcast, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, 
subscribe now uh, to be ready for the new season. Again, we'll take a few weeks off again, um, and then we'll be back to get things rolling before the 2023 season begins. With that, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, hopefully, every, everybody has a good holidays. Everybody gets some good NASCAR stuff under the Christmas tree. Um, get the die-cast cars you want, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll be back to talk to you all again in the new year, 2023. Can't believe it's right around the corner. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh -huh.